When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour 36 p.m. every single day. Jake Schwanitz, RK. Happy Monday? Cold Monday, I guess? Dude, I'm just bummed. I don't want to talk about this on a third podcast in a row. <laughs> but I just like oh, no. planned my whole night around Jokic versus Embiid. I was literally so excited for it. And Embiid has to dodge Jokic. It's a uh, pretty soft. It's honestly like generationally soft. When even your own fans are kind of turning against you, that's when you know it's bad. Because yeah. like this has been a war. Yes. Between Jokic and Embiid, and the Philly fans are like, "All right, I'm out. Like I can't defend this." <laughs> yeah. Like on the eve of like the biggest battle in I don't even know when's the last time they played. It was earlier in the year. Well, they played earlier this year, but Embiid hasn't played against Jokic in Denver since 2019. We have to move on. I I could talk (laughs) about this all day. It's all I've thought about all day. I'm just like, how is this possible? Well, we could talk about the buffs to kind of clear your mind for an hour at least. Imagine uh, like (laughs) Caleb Williams ducking Shador. Yeah. Not a good look. Insane. Imagine Coach Prime ducking anyone. Yep. Wouldn't happen here. Uh, what's up, guys? Chris is back. Travis is back. A lot of familiar faces in the chat. Dude, Who- I <laughs> missed the chat so much over the weekend. I thought this was more going to be no, more Jokic. No, no, I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to move on. <laughs> I missed the chat so much over the weekend. Like, I'm sitting there just like, man, I wish I had like a new video to refresh to see what people are saying, yeah. see what our, our crew is saying. Um, now, yeah, uh, I'm excited for when the season starts and we have like a fresh video on Saturdays uh, to to get with the chat over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're back today and we have a lot to talk about. Yes, and I think do. the chat might end up getting pretty fired up here as we move into the show. Um, we'll talk about Winston Watkins, who if you didn't see, my God. Bro, um, how old is he? A sophomore in high school? 2025. So, yeah, he's going into his junior season. People that young aren't supposed to be able to do that. It's insane. Uh, <laughs> see, you had a visitor over the weekend. Um, Coach Prime hinted at the portal just kicking off. We'll talk about on three's coaching rankings. But we start today with, I guess, the most popular man in Buff Nation now all of a sudden. Let's go. Offerdahl Charlie mania, baby. Offerdahl, man. It's incredible. Um, I mean, so Friday, we had our media availability. Yeah. Uh, we knew that we were going to be talking to Coach Flea. Which was cool. I felt like we learned a lot from that. And I would have imagined that that would have done a lot of traction on YouTube. But no, it was our four and a half minute conversation with Charlie Offerdahl, which at the moment we were like, why is Charlie up on the podium today? Like, yep, go on. And it was just weird. And then we covered on the show and the comments on the the YouTube video from the Charlie press conference were kind of, I mean. At first, yeah. Yeah, not great. Why is this guy up there? It says a lot about the running backs. Yes. And then well off, posts a video. Well, and even I was like, come on. Right. But 
this is the power of well off and reach the people and the pregame show giving us all this behind the scenes content. We would have never known why right. Charlie offered all was up there that day until we saw this. Well, and we may have like found out weeks later, not hours later, because Bucky posts the video that night and you literally see Charlie offered all just carving through this defense well and that was awesome you know seeing the big run there was also anthony hankerson big run i love uh bucky's reactions like i love when he gets hype gets me hype um but yeah so you see the offered all run and that's you know electric he has that sick little like jump cut um turns up field finishes in the end zone but it the most prolific part of this is the coach prime stamp of approval yes not only after that run does he pull him over to the sideline and give him a hug in the middle of practice yes then he talks you know he's he's talking about him when he's giving his end of practice speech then he calls him out to give his own end of practice speech it was like the ultimate like the first time we've really seen coach prime love up on anyone in this way mm-hmm. and it's cool that it happens to be a returning player and a colorado kid and a walk-on and a walk-on because what we heard after signing day was go find me the no stars i don't care if they're no star five star whatever i want dogs charlie offered all the dog bro yes he can uh he's gonna make a difference i think at some point point. and i think like i don't know maybe i even underestimated him when we were talking about him on Friday because mm-hmm. I said something along the lines of like, yeah, he's like one of those walk-ons that you have and it's just really important to have walk-ons that's pushing the entire room. Man, he keeps playing like that. I mean, Coach Prime is literally using him as the example for everyone mm-hmm. saying, if you're not working like he is, you better figure it out. And it's just a point that I think we've been trying to make really since Coach Prime was hired is yeah, they were 111. They were really bad. They had bad quarterback play. But there are players on this team who can play. Yes. We've been trying to tell people this. Yes, for sure. Uh, and he's a perfect example because not only uh, did he you know, do well in his limited opportunities, but also from a scholarship standpoint, like he was one of the lower mm-hmm. players on a low team, but he took his opportunities. He made the most of them. And... He is perfectly built for this type of thing. Nothing has ever been given to him his whole life. He's always been undersized. He's always been, you know, considered an underdog at his position. And so he's just scraped and clawed and scratched. And he said, you know, Coach Prime said, tell him what you told me. And it was like, well, yeah, the college scouts, like CU scout, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. CU, you know, recruiting staff came to my school to watch other players. And I showed out at practice, and that's how I got the preferred walk-on offer to Colorado in the first place. And so it's just like every everything he's done, he's earned, and it's perfect for Coach Prime because that is what he gravitates towards. Yep. And so he gets to use you know Charlie, who just knows nothing else other than just grinding, and say and point to him as an example and say, everyone, this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This is who I'm talking about. And you know, I have a feeling that he will end up getting that scholarship uh, and it's going to be kind of like a momentous moment. And I love how happy his teammates were for him. Mm-hmm. That's how you know he works. Yep. Because I've seen it the other way around where someone is getting praise that the team doesn't feel is justified or they're saying this guy doesn't work like we do. And, it, you know, it's BS that he's getting the shine. 
could not have been further from the truth. Offense, defense, you know, he just cooked the defense. Yeah. They're cheering for him, patting him on the head, hugging him after he got all that praise after practice. So it's a, it's a great person to stand out to coach prime because he can point to him and say, can't get outworked by this guy. Uh, he sets the standard. Yep. Um, it's great. And as people are saying in the comments, no star back with a five star mustache. I love that. <laughs> I also, it, 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 I hearken back to a moment I saw at a Tad Boyle practice once. Uh -huh. um, and Tad Boyle practices are a ride sometimes. He was on one this day. They, they ran what they call a 22, which is um, you got to go down, back, down, back in 22 seconds. Okay. I think that's right. And a walk-on beat everyone. And Tad lost his damn mind. And he went to every single player on the team and said, is he faster than you? No. Is he faster than you? No. Is he faster than you? No. Goes through it. Finally, actually, like Ben Mills, who was just like a link, like a stiff seven-footer, was like, yeah, yeah, he is faster than me. And he's like, yeah. okay, you're right. He just kept going down the line. And he was like, I never want to see him, with all due respect to you, win one of these ever again. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's perfect, right? To have that opportunity as a coach to be like, this guy isn't more talented than you. He's not more gifted than you. He's not bigger or faster or stronger than you. Why is he outworking you? Yep. It's just a huge message to this team. I mean, you go back to when Coach Prime was hired, that first team meeting, basically telling players to jump in the portal. And you have these guys who are not even on scholarship showing up and balling out in practice like that with the JSU kids there. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't even think there's a, a better way the first week of spring practices could have ended. Honestly. Oh, definitely not. And everyone has that in the back of their mind. And everyone, we've talked about this before, everyone wants to hit to that level of praise from Coach Prime. Yes. Like, that's got to be the best, like, most validating feeling for the work you're putting in when Coach Prime notices and points you out and, you know, gives you a hug. <laughs> like, right. It's just got to be like, wow. Mm-hmm. Thank God, like, this is paying off for me. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure all these guys have that in the back of the hand. For some reason, it's just come into my Twitter algorithm, but, like, I've seen, like, Dante Capolungo. Yeah, he's uh, working. Working his yep. ass off, too, and, like, making sure everyone sees, making sure Coach Prime sees. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, th those guys, like, that's, uh, that's going to set the standard. I saw Montana said he was in Miami, but he's up there putting up 225 on the bench, too. He, he hit it with the hashtag, I got mine. I can't remember what he said. <laughs> I don't know if he did or not, but it uh, wouldn't surprise me. Um, all right, Alyssa, let's get the Winston Watkins video ready. If you guys hadn't seen this, oh, my God. Uh, Dude, this is, like I said, people this age are, shouldn't be able to do this. It's pretty amazing. So what happened this weekend is Rivals has their camp series uh, just going around the country, really showcasing these kids this one was in south florida in miami so near the img academy um, and a lot of guys from img academy were singled out a lot of guys from miami were singled out as just standouts at this camp winston watkins jr was awarded with the play of the day and here it is how big are his hands bro I, this is literally prime odell beckham type of shit. yes Good lord, man. And honestly, it looks like a video game. How he transitions into the dance yes, and everything, perfectly. too. <laughs> that, like I said, you're not supposed to do that at that age. Yeah. Like, OB, uh, it's just crazy. 
honestly, and, and it's it's not just him, like the level of athlete that is coming through high school right now, even just from when you and I were in high school, yes, has gone up in an insane way. Like I we're literally seeing like evolution right before our eyes. Like people no joke, are evolving yeah. at a faster rate, becoming bigger, faster, and stronger at a younger age. He could play right now, yeah. Oh, sign me up. Um, Line him up first snap of the season. So there's an alternate view of this video that we tweeted. I retweeted on the Buffs account. It's from like behind him. So you can see the release. The DB like gets his hands on Winston Watkins. Winston Watkins has a beautiful release, gets the hands off, breaks the stem of the route outside, and then you see the snag from the back angle. Um, I mean, he's already a pretty complete wide receiver. It's, I mean, you can keep this on loop for the rest know, of the show, I honestly. Watch it forever. <laughs> um, so he won play of the game or play of the day at this uh, Rivals camp. Um, no one else really notable that stood out in terms of these... I don't know, awards, superlatives, I guess. Uh, Donovan Olegbode did, though. Uh, remember we talked about yep. him? He had that Ravels article just talking about how guys were maybe a bit cautious, waiting to see how things are playing out. He was nominated as the most buzzworthy. He's also from IMG Academy and plays wide receiver, too. <laughs> Give it, let's take both. <laughs> yes. Um, so there's that. Uh, just I. That's probably the 50th time I've watched that clip. Probably going to go home and watch it another 50 times. It's just, it looks like something that you see in warm-ups. <laughs> yeah. You know, when they're just messing around. Yep. That's Literally crazy. Odell Beckham warm-ups. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. Insane, man. Um, we had a visitor over the weekend. Jaden Matthews. Three-star running back, 247 sports composite, three-star. 940th player in the nation, 77th running back overall. Coming in at 5'10", 170. He's from Seguero High School in Scottsdale, Arizona. Has 11 other offers, um, including CU. If you want, you could throw up the pictures, Alyssa. He was uh, hanging out in CU gear. Another running back. Feels like they're going pretty hard after these running backs, especially in the future classes. Um, you know, Stacy Gage is the big one, really. And there he is. Looks damn good in the black and gold. Sure does. We're getting... Uh a lot of guys wear in the monochrome every mm -hmm. single time. It's either all white or all black. Yep. Uh, he also has offers from Wisconsin, Kansas, Duke, Cal, Arizona, Arizona State. So his cousin, whose cousin Sammy Watkins? Uh, Winston. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean. it's pretty awesome. There you go. Um, so there you go on the most Be recent visitor. Because of the um, the chat's talking about it, um, did you see the video from the pregame show uh, about Tyler Brown's dad coming yes. to visit? Yes. That was awesome. Yes. They're talking about his jacket, which did go hard. He had the whole fit, the whole Louis fit, mm -hmm. um, which I felt like was uh, not an accident, right? Right. Because Tyler was part of the Louis He's part luggage. part of the Louis, yep. Um, and, dude... Tyler Brown's transformation in mere months from, you know, yes. offensive line looking guy to NFL looking guy mm -hmm. has been insane. And you then you learn that his dad was a bodybuilder and a Marine. And you're like, OK, well, I see where he gets this work ethic. From. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because people are mentioning that last weekend when we posted the Shador presser. All the JSU fans were like, he's notably looking more chiseled and bigger. Shador? Yes. I mean, 
they have these guys' nutrition dialed. Oh, for sure. And so everyone is, you know, getting their macros dialed in and all of this stuff. And like someone like Tyler Brown, who feels like he has a lot to prove, just comes in and is just like, yeah, whatever I have to do. And the the results are insane. Like, I went from thinking like, yeah, this is a this is a nice transfer, to like, damn, he's starting to look like he might play in the NFL just from his body. Right. And yeah. I, you know, I hope that he delivers on the field in that way too. Big LT says all the JSU kids have gotten bigger. So Jeremiah there's... Brown, we didn't talk about him much, but he had a couple speed rushes that impressed me at that practice we went to. Yeah, man, he's a weapon. Yeah, he has a a step on him. Yep. Um, anyways, before we move on, shout out to Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company who offers a world-class product. Uh, they have the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. And all of their Shady Rays are backed by their lost and broken replacement program, where if you lose or break your pair, Shady Rays has got you covered. They'll replace them for free. And right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR. For 50% off two two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, or you can go to the Park Meadows Mall, mention DMVR, try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people now. Shout out to Shady Rays. And then shout out to Backus and Shanker. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families and have been helping them do so for over 25 years. No money to speak with them about your case. No money while they work on your case. And no money unless they win money for you. They have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Over 30 lawyers and 100 people on staff. And they'll help you with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, and trucks. Hit them at that Shador line, 222-2222. To find out if you have a case for free, Bacchus and Shanker wins. It's um, like whose number you're calling on a big drive. Just two, every two, play. Exactly. Two, 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 Did you two, see the two. throw he had? Which one? Um, I can't remember what it was. I think it was on maybe... The seven on seven? It was the seven on Travis? seven. The, the layered one, though. I don't know. It, so they're like behind Shador. They're playing oh, seven no, on seven. Oh, no, I didn't seven. see this one. Um, and he throws this ball. Literally, it's like Madden, like right over the linebacker's fingertips, just into the guy's hands. God. I need to find it and send it to you. It's beautiful. Hell yeah. <laughs> If they oh wait, when's the NCAA video game coming out? Did they delay it another year? I think year? we got delayed another year. Yeah, it's not coming this well, year. Well, that's even better because they'll have his chance to prove himself this year. Then when it comes out, he better have like high nineties and all the accuracy sure. categories. Yeah, yeah, he'll be uh, one of those. I mean, they're probably gonna put Ultimate Team in there, but he's gonna have an Ultimate Team like gold diamonds. Like, oh my god! Insane yes. card like ninety nine overall for sure. Um. Okay. We posted this on the Buffs account today. Neely had a interview with Coach Prime. Uh, lots of things were said, but let's just roll the clip, Alyssa. Whenever you're ready, the clip from um, the pregame show talking to Coach Prime about the portal. Yes, sir. Shout out Neely. And, and this new era of college football, two or three years old now, with mm-hmm. the summer transfer portals, if I can call it that. As you're evaluating the spring ball, you're still out there looking in the grocery store to. Out there looking, <laughs> you know, we we ain't no joke in this portal. No. I believe I hadn't checked uh, recently, but I think we're number one. You are? Right. Yeah. And we ain't got started. We haven't got started in the portal yet. Mm-hmm. We about to really get started. 
as soon as we're allowed to. Yeah. As soon as they're allowed to, Ryan, they are working the portal. We haven't got started? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean is coming? I have no idea. Because we already have the best transfer class in the nation, and I double-checked yep. it today. It still is uh, number one. And I love this. I love this because I don't know if any other coach in the country – is leaning into the transfer portal as hard as Coach Prime is. Right. Every other coach does the whole, like, well, it's a love-hate relationship with the portal because, you know, every guy can just look for greener grass whenever they want it. But, you know, we've also benefited from it, too. No, Coach Prime doesn't care about the negatives. Yep. He's saying we love the, that portal. You know, I think it was on the uh, on the pivot when they started talking about, oh, the portal is such a problem in college, he's like, don't, no, don't be talking bad about that portal. We love <laughs> yeah. that portal. Uh, and, and he's right. So I love this because when kids hit the transfer portal, they're thinking about Colorado. Mm -hmm. Just the way every kid has the Colorado, you know, Colorado in their top 10 graphic. But when you attach yourself to the portal in the way that he has, you become synonymous with it. And so transfer portal and Colorado, those go hand in hand right now. And yeah. I think he's right now. They added 30 players to this point. I don't know if it, if we can truly say we haven't gotten started yet. Um, and I don't know how much opportunity they have to add more guys, but they are absolutely going to add more guys. And I just love that he is leaning into the portal instead mm -hmm. of most coaches who are kind of iffy on it. Well, we've talked about this week a lot, just with spring break and how a lot of these players are going to be responding to that and coming back from the break. But... It does feel like after this week, you know, there's probably going to be some guys who like, you know what, maybe I should probably jump into that portal or, you know, I'm not going to be playing as much as I initially thought here. It's going to be a big next few weeks. And I mean, I think May 1st is the date portal opens. So we're just about a month away. Wow. 15 days. Well, I mean, I think when we originally... When the first few shows about talking about Coach Prime, when we started talking about clearing the roster, didn't we say essentially like, man, it feels like the max he could add is like 30 guys. Right, yeah. He could turn over 30 guys. <laughs> yes. Which he did. He did. Um, and I guess when you talk about um, freshmen, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's closer to like 45. Um, so my question to you is how many can they – where are you setting the bar for what they can add uh. in the summer transfer portal? Ten? Man, I feel like that's even a bit high, though. Like seven, seven and a half. Okay, I'll take the over. You think so? Yep. I, he just said we haven't even gotten started. But you need so many players to leave, though, <laughs> to even make that a possibility. I know. Well, maybe that's what he means when he says we haven't gotten started because we haven't cleared enough space for him yet. Um, there will be a chance here soon for Coach Prime to sit down and say, look, you're not going to play. And, you know, I don't want to hold you here and make you think that you're going to play when you're just you don't factor into our plans like we've now seen. We've had a chance to see how you look in this offense or we've had a chance to see how you look in this defense. And, uh, you know, I, I want to give you an opportunity to go seek out a place where you can play. For sure. Um, I mean, we've got a lot to a lot to go through here with spring football before we even I guess see who's leaving, but yeah, I think there's going to be not a mass exodus, but there's going to be, you know, kind of a wave mm -hmm. 
And I think there'll be in return a wave coming in too. Yep. So and you have guys showing up in the summer too. You have all the recruits that are getting on campus. You have guys in the portal, Demoy Kennedy, Smoke, uh, Kvasi Smoke. Yep. So <laughs> I don't I don't I guess we're gonna be in for some surprises then moving forward. Yeah, I think so too. I, and I think I don't know. I think we, there may be even some surprises in terms of who goes out. So just looking on the on three transfer portal tracker right now, there are a handful of guys who, you know how they do the percentage thing to teams or whatever? A couple guys in the top like 30 available who have CU as the favorite. Kawan Markham, who's a safety. That was the kid from ASU. From ASU. He was one at one point like 99. Yep, 28th now is where he's at. Okay. Um, it's on three has it split between CU and Auburn with CU added a 53.3% edge. Okay. Uh, and then Devon Townley out of Penn state. Remember the edge? Do you remember this guy when we talked about him? No. It's how many guys we've talked about. Yeah. We talked about this guy at one point, uh, former four-star edge from Penn state says 30.8% to Kentucky, 26.9% to CU. Okay. Um, so there you go. There's some initial targets, I guess, to keep an eye on. But as we've come to expect with Coach Prime, just prepare to be surprised, I suppose. Yep. I I really wouldn't be surprised when they add a backup quarterback. Yes. That has to be coming. Yep, for has sure. Has to be. Uh, okay. While we're on the topic of on three, they posted a graphic today, Ryan. Oh, boy. Here <laughs> we go, Jake. <laughs> Uh, whenever you're ready, Alyssa, throw it up. They ranked the top, or just ranked all the 12 coaches in the Pac-12, one to 12. Um, our guy, Coach Prime. What the hell? Seventh place. Were they thinking, Jake? I, I, I don't even know if we. It's even, is it even worth questioning on three anymore at this point? I mean, it's funny because they just like every time they do something, then they kind of do something pro Coach Prime, and then they go back. This is insanity, though. I mean, look at some of the names they have in front of Coach Prime in the in the rankings. Look, Lincoln Riley, you know, is a very, very talented coach. Now, I will say, team kind of choked away a chance at going to yes. uh, the playoffs last year. But, you know, he has proven it at this level for sure, right? Right. He's been to the playoff multiple times with Oklahoma. Uh, he sent guys to top draft picks, uh, you know, across multiple different quarterbacks. He's got some of the best players in the NFL. Kyle Whittingham, very, very good coach. I would say consistently coaches his team to play above their level of talent. Yes. Understandable. Kalen DeBoer? Endlist. I'd put Coach Prime 3. Yeah? Yep. Yep. I would put Coach Prime three, um, Kalen DeBoer again, good coach. No way he has the recruiting influence that Coach Prime does. Right. Um, Jonathan Smith, same thing, really good coach. Dan Laning, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what he's done. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chip Kelly is washed. Although nice season last yes, year. Although he yes. kind of had all the things that you need for a good season. Like, right. Super experienced players at every position. Deion Sanders at seven is wild. Yeah. 
I mean, you're telling me Deion Sanders is closer to Jake Dykert and Justin Wilcox than he is to Lincoln Riley and Kyle Whittingham? That's insane. Who is Jake Dykert? <laughs> That's the Washington State coach. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? The fact that he's even on that side of the graphic pisses me off. I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, Justin Wilcox should have been fired almost. Yeah. See, you beat him last year. Yes, yes, yes. He should probably be last. Um well, if we want to talk about who's last. I know, I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kenny boy. Man. I told you, dude, he just didn't give me coach head coach vibes when I saw him at the Super Bowl. Uh, but this is uh, this is wild. As Lawrence points out in the comments, Coach Prime is 27-6 and six as a head coach. Yes. Again, coming from the lower levels. Um, and just bodied the transfer portal this that's, season. That's what I was going to say. We only have one thing to point to. For what Coach Prime has done so far at Colorado, uh, and that's recruiting, and it has been monumental. Mm -hmm. Number one transfer portal class in the country. I, I I understand the top two. After then, you at least have to put Coach Prime in the conversation, and they'll look back on this rankings and feel silly later. Yeah, um, I mean Dan Lanning. I don't know, man. How do you have him that high at this point? And I don't even think five is that high. I mean, middle of the pack, literally. What was their record last year? Ten and three, I want to okay. say. They lost to, of course, Georgia. Mm -hmm. They lost to, I believe, Utah. Oregon State? They did lose to Oregon State. I think so. I mean, credit to Jonathan Smith, though. I think, uh, I mean, he's really built a program and has done it like... I guess the old-fashioned way with just recruiting hasn't really worked the transfer portal all too much. But that team, it stood out last year when the Buffs played them. They have serious speed on offense, and they're well-coached on defense. Um, but, I mean, Coach Prime can... Uh, with the, the athletes he's brought in, I'd imagine he can field a better team than Jonathan What's just Smith. crazy is, like, in kids' minds, Coach Prime might be a top-five coach in the nation. They're not even putting him in as a, a top five coach in the Pac-12. Yeah. How quickly does this change, though? Immediately. Just week one, TCU? I mean, if they win that game. Yeah. By the way, I just keep, I, I'm starting to get into draft prep for the Broncos, and like, mm. I just keep seeing TCU players, and I'm like, yes. Yep. Good player from TCU projected in the top three rounds. <laughs> There's a lot of them. There's so many. There's a lot of them. Uh, for the audio listeners, the full list, one Lincoln Riley, two Kyle Whittingham, three Kyle DeBoer, four Jonathan Smith, five Dan Lanning, six Chip Kelly, seven Coach Prime, eight J Jake Dykert, nine Justin Wilcox, ten Jed Fish, eleven Troy Taylor, and twelve Kenny Dillingham. I really just think that this stuff is all engagement bait, and we fell for it, so good for them. It's, uh, well, we have spring break, so I think we're giving a oh, pass. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's why they do this, right? Yeah. Because they know that all the Coach Prime and Buff supporters are going to quote tweet that and tell them how dumb they are. Also, Lincoln Riley's yet to beat Kyle Whittingham, and he's ranked above him. It's weird because it was like the list is like a mix of hype and then coaching chops. Coach Prime has both. Yep. I don't know, man. Pretty Silliness. crazy. Uh, hit that thumbs up button while you guys are at it in the chat. Also, make sure you guys give us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts in particular. We would greatly appreciate that. 
Before we move on to your questions, though, shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, tonight here at the DMVR Bar, we are having uh, we, have, we have the Nuggets game and the Avs game, uh, but we are actually donating, was it 10% yep. of our funds um, to the family of Luis Garcia? Mm-hmm. Luis Garcia, who was tragically killed in gun violence not too far from where we are uh, here at the DMVR Bar. Um, so guys, come out tonight, crush some Breck brews with us, my favorite, the Mountain Beach Sour, my high city golden ale, um, and give back to the community. You can check out their beer locator at, beer, at www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Let's go for 250 likes today. Let's do it. We're at 121 right now. I think we can get there. And then shout out to Fubo TV. Fubo TV has 140 live channels for sports, shows, movies, and news, and you can stream live TV from any device Right now, we have the college hockey NCAA tournament going on at ESPN2, ESPN News, and ESPNU with the Frozen Four starting April 6th through the 8th. Fubo TV is the best place to watch that. You can also watch the Avs and the Nuggets on Altitude Sports with Fubo TV. Just use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month or go on to fubotv.com slash DMVR to sign up. Shout out, Fubu. Shout out, Breckenridge Brewery. Tyler um, Brown said DNVR hosting an MB yes, ducking exactly out party. Yeah, I was thinking we would uh, serve duck on the menu tonight. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, question time. Who's up first? Alfredi. Jake and RK with ESPN. What do you think the spring game should look like compared to CU last year? Well, the band tests the new songs Coach Prime suggests. Well, we already got an inside scoop from our boy Neely who said that he heard the band is already learning Coach Prime's new theme song, mm-hmm. which we don't know what it is yet. Right. Um, but we know that the band is working on it, and Neely theorized that it would be debuted at the spring game. Well, that's where he debuted the song from last year was yes. at JSU spring game. Which is so, great. So, um, yeah, you can expect that, I think, from the CU band on the 22nd. But, I mean, the, comparing anything to last year at this point is just, like... It's not even worth it. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, there was no one there last year, and there'll be everyone there this <laughs> yeah. year. Um, 39,000 is still the last we heard, right? Yeah, and I'm starting to think that that might be the cap. Not 39. I think they might cap it out at 40. Really? Yeah. I don't think... I don't want to get into this, because last time I did, people were like, you're going to scare people away. I don't think it matters at this point because I think the, the damn thing is, is sold out. Right. I think they might have to cap it out at 40. Yeah. Well, it goes back to what you mentioned last week. I mean. But if they don't, keep buying the tickets. There you go. I don't know what to tell you. Miss, miss the uh, the event of the year, at least before the game starts. Yes. Uh, next question from Chad. RK and Jake, did you see Wilkerson running back from JSU? Heard he entered the transfer portal. You think he come to Colorado? So I was I looking thought, this up. So he originally stayed. Yeah, I'm. I went and looked on Twitter when I first saw this. I don't think he's in the portal. Okay. I don't think so. I see him commenting on like a lot of the dudes' Instagram posts and stuff. Savion. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but i i thought he was one of the guys who like announced like made a big announcement that he was staying at right yeah yeah him and a a group of like two or three other dudes announced that they were coming back um so yeah i haven't seen anything there next question from big lt did y'all see 
the prime nutrition shop opened up near the college. I did not. Is that like his? his I don't brand? know. <laughs> or did some place just open up and call themselves Prime Nutrition? It's a bold move if they did that. Honestly, I think it's, it's smart, right? That's what Neely was talking about. You know, the alien has arrived. Yes. Hop on while you can. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, but no, we haven't. I haven't heard about that at mm. least. Have to and do I've been up on digging. the videos. Yes. Me I was too. even watching Shiloh videos this morning. Mm, I forgot about Shiloh's channel. They, dude, it's just so funny. <laughs> well, at least I have some afternoon entertainment to go back home to. Yep. I'm hyped. Uh, Nicholas with the question, what position do you think Coach Prime will attack? The hardest once the portal opens back up. Quarterback for backup quarterback. Um, Maybe some more defensive line. Yeah, I could see that. Inside linebacker could yep. maybe stand to add a player. Um, maybe another tight end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although they, they love them some Yelverton. They do. And they've got a bunch of young guys. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I think we're going to get some surprise, like, declarations that, hey, I'm entering the portal and just go, wow, like, this guy really? Like, we thought he could have helped us here. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, From Travis, DMVR bar doing CU event day before spring game. Stay tuned. There you go. Uh, DCB channel. Will general admission work with a sold-out Folsom field? That's what I was kind of getting at, but again, last time I said this, I got... I know. Stop trying to scare people. I'm not trying to scare anyone. I just, I don't think you can sell out a general admission event, period, uh-huh. without having logistical issues. Yeah. That's why I think, okay, so you take out whatever it would be, what would you say, a thousand come off or, or 2,000 come away from the luxury suites. Right. Um, which, which they say they're not selling. So again, I assume that will probably just be Coach Prime's guests who will be in the luxury suites. Um, and then I don't know if you don't tell people where to go and it's general admission, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope it, I hope it works out. Uh, and I hope that they sell 50,000 tickets, but I have a feeling they probably have had internal conversations of like, okay, now that this is starting to creep up near a sellout, how would this work? Right. And they might just have to cap it out at a number that leave some space for people to kind of squeeze in. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Like, just so you guys know, last year at the TCU game, it was a sellout. And they let in, like, I don't know. Let's say it holds 10,000. I think they let in, like, 13,000 students. Right. And they were just, like, in the stairwells and just, like, everywhere. And, like, I think the student admission is fr- is it free for this? Um, I, I do have not to assume know about so. the spring game. I haven't heard. I would have to assume so. Yeah. I mean, they're only 10 bucks for general admission, so. Yeah, but you shouldn't make the students pay 10 bucks. Right, but like that's what I'm saying. Like Students should be free then if you're only going right, to Right, right, right. So you got to leave some room for students. I think we might be at, at or near a sellout. Maybe they're just waiting for a good time to, to say it. Yeah. We'll find out soon. Uh, Sloan with the question, what are the odds of Coach Prime challenging his players to bag a 14er. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've seen them do like team hikes before, but just like in Boulder. Yes. There's no 14ers in Boulder, to be clear. Um, you got to make like a whole trek. What's it? What's the nearest one? 
Okay, yeah. So an hour and a half drive just to get there would be a good like team building event to go try yeah. and do it together. We'd find out who really has that dog in them too. Yes, <laughs> not me. I'll tell you that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, next question from Larry. How many games do you think they're going to win this year? I think five or six. I think that's the uh, the low bar. Do we have odds yet? Has DraftKings put out a number? That's a good question. I haven't checked that in a minute. There was a couple other sports books that put out early numbers. Um, I think and they were way low, right? First number was three and a half, I yeah. think. Um, I personally am saying six or more. Um, and I even feel like I might be undervaluing it. Oh, geez, I have to go search for. Yeah, it's a pain. This is good. Uh, good podcasting here, Jake. <laughs> Um, I only see winners of the CFP. Yep, still nothing. What is social? Okay, anyways. Um, what are you guessing then? More five or six? I'm saying six plus. I think so too. Uh, next question. From the Girls Club, Inc., Jake and RK, how do you feel about people commenting about how small the team is? I'm telling you it's those jerseys. Yeah, the jerseys don't help. <laughs> um... I mean, they're just small at certain positions, though, because you look at the offensive line, and that is not a small offensive line. No, the offensive line is huge, and I think that's why they don't look as big as you would think they would. Like, when we saw um, Savion Washington in person, that was like looking up the face of a skyscraper. Yeah. Like, he is monstrous. It doesn't look like that in the videos, though. That's why I keep coming back to those uniforms. Those like baggy jerseys are doing right. everyone a disservice. But yeah, the running backs are small. That's fine in college uh, yes. football for sure. And you're bringing in smoke, who's huge. Yep. Um, the wide receivers are pretty small. They're working on that. Shane Hooks. To, yeah, exactly. Trying to add to that position. Don't be surprised if it's Shane Hooks or another big receiver there. Um, like DBs are always going to be small in college football. But even right. like Trevor Woods. When Trevor Woods straps up on Saturday, that dude looks big. Yeah. When he's out there at these practices, he looks small. Yeah. So I think it's it's honestly a uh, an illusion. Yeah. I could see that for um, Cam Silman Craig, too. When he's just wearing, like, the, the shells and the helmet, it's like, eh, he's not too big. But get that guy in the pads. Yes. Um, and you see him flying around in the front, in the back seven, and he is uh, he's a force. Yes, for sure. Big LT says the smallest, smallest O-line is 6'3", 290, 300. Yeah, I mean, so Van Wells is probably the smallest, and he's not a small guy. No, he was playing no, no, no. as a freshman last year. You don't play as a freshman <clears throat> when you're small. He is listed at six two two ninety. So there you go. Melissa, do whatever you got to do with this okay. troll yeah, in the yeah, comments. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Good See stuff. ya. Uh, Lawrence asks, describe how you'd feel if CU beats USC this upcoming season to go one in sixteen all time. One and zero in the coach primary is all yeah, I know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I would be so fired up. Ali always talks about you know because I've gotten pretty good in my uh, old age here at regulating my emotions after sporting events, and Ali always talks about like two times where I was just like inconsolable. <laughs> um, one was the Oregon State game, which honestly we shouldn't even bring up, um, but the Buffs blew a twenty-eight-three lead. Uh, and I like, I 
just couldn't feel anything. I was just numb. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one was was the Mel Tucker USC season when there was a fumble. They had a strip sack. The ball was just like sitting there. Like we're beating USC is just like everything feels like it's happening in slow motion. Someone just has to fall on that ball and no one falls on it and they get it back and they go down and score a game winning touchdown. That one I was just like so hurt. So that's the one. That's the one if we got this season would maybe feel the best of any regular season game outside of CSU and Nebraska. Well, CSU probably feel even better than CSU. CSU is just one that you got to have because it's fun to talk shit to them. But Nebraska won USC 2. If uh, Tulane can do it, why not see you? Tulane, what, put like a 50-piece on them? Yeah, and they ran the ball <coughs> down their throats. Oh, man, that would be fun to watch. Uh, wasn't Tulane like a two-win team? The year before, something like that, too. I don't know. Put the two in Tulane. <laughs> yeah, they were not literally two and ten in 2021. Last wow. year, they were a 10 win team. Good for them, man. So, uh, who's to say it can't happen here in Boulder? 12 and two last year. Wow. Ooh, here was something that we definitely need to talk about. Pull up that comment from MC that we have not. Oh, here Lawson we go. Lovering. Oh, man. <laughs> um, well, the fans. It's been quite a whirlwind because he entered the portal and I was like, I get it with these fans. And then he goes to Utah and it was like, now I get the fans perspective. Like, yes. I don't know, man. Um, just a weird situation, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for Tad Boyle. Yes. And this is like the hard part of this whole portal is Tad Boyle like poured his heart and soul into coaching Lawson Lover. Yes, defended he him constantly. Defended him at every turn. And from what I'm told, essentially had a meeting with him about like they had big plans for him. And in that meeting is when Lawson told him that he was transferring. Which is lame on my in my opinion. Um you know, I think that you go to a school uh, and you commit to a coach and you know that sort of thing. It's not, it wasn't a playing time issue, you know, but at the same time, there was a disconnect between what Tad Boyle thought of Lawson Lovering and what the fans thought of Lawson Lovering. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he never quite lived up to the high ranking that he had. Um, so it, it, it was tough. I understand Lawson Lovering's value on the defensive side of the ball, but he had a lot of things about him that made him a tough watch yes uh you know the hands were suspect um you know the the jump quickness in terms of like when you get a great path underneath like getting up before you get swatted was tough um but overall strength yes overall strength you know got pushed around especially boxing out against some of the pac-12 bigs um so it was he was a frustrating watch at the same time like tad was just trying to do everything tell everyone be patient be patient be yep. patient be patient and his patience he gets essentially slapped in the face with Lawson transferring to Utah. If he would have transferred to Auburn, anywhere, anywhere else out of the conference, except for Nebraska or CSU, I would have said, man, I wish Lawson all the best. I hope he develops and continues on the path that he was on. Yeah. Eh, now it's kind of on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how the situation unfolded. Let me just say this. I don't wish him. I don't wish ill will against him. Right. But. I definitely want him to get his ass beat twice a year by the Buffs. Yes, for sure. Um, I don't know how the situation unfolded, but this was very, very quick. Almost like 
eyebrow raisingly quick. Mm. See what you're saying. I see what you're getting at. Yeah. I mean, they literally, a week ago from yesterday, they played their last game of the season. Lawson (laughs) entered the portal on what, Tuesday or Wednesday? Yep. Committed on Saturday? Yeah. I mean, very quick. Interesting. And then they lose Neek Clifford and uh, Quincy Allen, too. Yeah. uh, Neek. Rough year, man. Yeah, it was just tough, you know, again, you know, super athletic, super long. Some of the dunks he had were, like, incredible, but never really put it together from a shooting standpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I I was really – I thought he might turn a corner. I was really rooting for Neek, especially, you know, local kid. Uh, And then Quincy, that's, like, the opposite of loss and lovering. Like, Tad, he certainly – I feel like he Uh. came in in the doghouse and never really got out. He kind of so Will actually asked Tad a question uh, last Sunday after the Utah Valley game because Quincy didn't play, and he goes, uh, you know, why didn't you get Quincy in there? And Tad goes, why didn't I get Armando in there? Why didn't I get uh, Cody Mains in there? Like literally, guys who haven't played just throwing all year. him in with walk-ins, yes. walk-ons. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. ouch. Yeah, it was that one. That relationship seemingly got off on the wrong foot and never straightened out. Yeah. And I don't know all the stories, you know, we've heard heard rumors and stuff like that, but I don't want to speculate. I wish him the best. I wish Neek the best. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Lawson. On the upside, though, Colorado no longer has ridiculous transfer rules. And we saw what Coach yep. Prime is able to do in the portal. And now Tad has full access to the portal. It's not just going to be two Ivy League guys. True. All due respect to Ethan Wright and Jalen Gabbard. Yes, yes, yes. But they missed out on uh, a player... Who ended up balling for uh, Wake Forest this year because yep. of yep. those rules? So, good. Uh, uh, the prime effect should actually really hit now because mm-hmm. I know people were talking about Cody Williams as the prime effect. It's like, well, he committed to Colorado before right, Coach Prime right. came here. The transfer rules, though, that that, that Coach Prime got changed, um, that really should mm-hmm. have a, a positive impact for Tad. Yep. Um, we actually, Will and I did a Buffs basketball Q&A up on the DMVR.com. Just published it yesterday if you guys want to go check that out. But that's it for today. Yes, great job uh, by Alyssa playing whack-a-mole in the comments. Yes, thank you, Alyssa. Uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone uh, who points out who needs to be whacked. Yes, we appreciate you guys. Uh, shout out to you, Buff Nation. See you guys tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Love you guys. Go Buffs.